Why are you doing this? The Council didn't trust me. So how can I trust myself? What about me? I believed in you. I stood by you. I know you believe in me, Anakin. And I'm grateful for that. But this isn't about you. I can't stay here any longer. Not now. The Jedi Order is your life. You can't just throw it away like this. Ahsoka, you are making a mistake. Maybe, but I have to sort this out on my own. Without the Council, and without you. And here we go. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. have spoken welcome 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 to episode number 184 of the sith list i'm your host Raj dolchai and my co-pilots for this evening's adventure the young the restless the bearded one who's got a daft punk star wars shirt on mr carlos Arguello. the man we call crunch crunch is in traffic he'll be here lurking behind me any second so he'll be He'll be running a little late tonight, but he will be here. But we do have the man that everybody calls King Tom, the king of all pods. The man who is waiting for Les to, to give you a fucking heart attack the second he pops out behind that curtain. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The man we call El Hombre. <laughs> <laughs> the man who only... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Good one, huh? Oh, I had a good one. Nailed that it. Was really oh good. Oh, my God. Nailed it. Oh. The best one yet, buddy. Damn it. I totally blew it. Oh, okay. I put the man who only comes out at night, the lean and hungry type. Watch out, boy. It's Eric. That's actually pretty good. I <laughs> friends. <laughs> Do you know why I blew it? Because I totally forgot what song it was while I was reading. Because I wrote it down and I blanked out. You I, wrote it down. I wrote it down and I totally forgot it was uh, wow. like the song. I was like, shit, what is that song? Because when you're reading it, it doesn't sound like Maneater. But when I think of Maneater, I think of Eric. Struthers. Why? I don't know. Just came up to me. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. And aroused <laughs> yeah, all at exactly. the same time. The best part of that song, and I'm going to have to put a sound by here. The best part of that song is at the very end. He goes, the woman is wild. It's <laughs> the best part of that song. Is that Hall or O2 does that? That's Hall. That's Hall. It's okay. Daryl Hall. The woman is wild. Ooh. That's, love it. Fantastic. 
Did I ever tell you about my keyboard player buddy, Tim, who was telling me about this show called Daryl's Place, where they (laughs) all these famous musicians go and record inexplicably at some guy named Daryl's house. He's got this great studio and all these famous people come over. He shows me an episode and I go, Tim, buddy. (laughs) That's Daryl Hall of uh, Hall of Notes. Didn't you wonder why they always... All the singers would come and do an Hall and Oat song. <laughs> yeah, he felt like a dumbass after that. You know that. what he should have said? That's what he should have said to you. <laughs> that is what he said. <laughs> That's what, is that what he said? We have a very special show tonight. We welcome back two of our favorite guests of all time that we've ever had on The Sith Lair from the very entertaining, funny, and informative Star Wars podcast. Please welcome the dynamic duo, Alice and Laura from the Force Toast podcast. How you doing, guys? Hi, awesome. Drinking my tea and vodka. I was going to say, it looked like tea, but you do have vodka in there. Well, I had to stay on brand, and because I'm living that hashtag fun employment life, the only alcohol I have in the house is Tito's, so my options were limited. You got to stretch it. Make it last. Yep. Tito's tea. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cinnamon tea. You know, it's kind of like mixing fireball like Laura does. I didn't realize that was a thing until Laura. So thank you. It may not have been a thing until Laura, to be honest. I feel like I made it up. Like, I want to take credit for it. Wait, wait, wait. That's my drink, but that's what I'm not drinking tonight. I've got red wine tonight. Okay, you got red wine. But what was the drink, that, the fireball you're mixing with what? So normally I will, I can, you can mix it with like most types, I think, of black tea. So like English breakfast tea works. I have like chamomile tea really? that it's really good in. Yeah, chamomile tea and fireball. It like kind of overpowers it but it's it's awesome yeah i put it in my tea soothes me makes me sleepy <laughs> that is amazing that's my it's my adult sleepy time drink <laughs> wow. what's that one with cinnamon it's called cinnamon toast crunch it's rum chata rum chata yeah, no. yeah yeah rum, it's just rum chata and, and uh fireball right rum chata and fireball mm-hmm. cinnamon toast yeah. crunch delicious it's fantastic it's dangerous so that's good. what it's it is so, so good i sweep on it right now this drink so well, if you have <laughs> some, then yeah. Just kidding. I don't yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Well, first of all, happy one year anniversary on the Force Toast podcast. Thank you. Happy birthday, Thanks. I guess. Happy birthday or happy anniversary? I don't know which one it is. Birth diversary. Birth diversary. Somebody called it a, a potiversary the other day. I kind of like that. That's oh, a good that's term. really yeah. good. That's yeah. probably King Tom that called it that because he usually comes up with these witty. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I won't take credit for that one. Did he, did no. he trademark it? Yeah. How's the show going? And let people know where they can listen and where a little bit about, just in case they haven't heard last time you were on. For the people that don't know, it is a fantastic podcast. Definitely if you're a Star Wars fan and you're into drinking, or if you're not into drinking and just like Star Wars, or if you like Star Wars and you like drinking and you like both of it, you need to listen to it and watch it. Not watch it, but maybe you can visualize it. Girls, go ahead. That's Thanks. The, that was a that, great that was a great elevator pitch, actually. I think you covered most of it. Well, um, that, no, that, that's the white claw and coffee talking again. There it is. I like it. That's that's my language. So He'll crash uh, yeah, in about our 20 show minutes. we just like drink wine and talk about Star Wars, and that's basically the gist of it. We'll kind of talk about what's in the news, whatever is sort of like books or TV shows or comics or whatever are out that we're reading, we'll sit and recap those. And yeah, it's just a lot of us just kind of shooting the shit, hanging out. We do a lot of, we, Alice and I met doing Star Wars trivia. So we always quiz each, or we usually quiz each other. We've taken a break from it the last couple episodes, which has been sort of nice to have a little bit of a, uh, a break from it, but we brought it back. And right now we're doing a Clone Wars recap series. Um, we've got a bonus, a couple of bonus episodes out called Recap on Tap, um, which is a fun, Ooh. 
segment name given to us by one of our listeners where we are just recapping entire seasons of the Clone Wars uh, animated series. And it's been super fun. We kind of do it like in the style of drunk history or something like sort of in that vein. And it's just a fucking blast. So we're, we're having a lot of fun with it. I am not one to hand out compliments that are unwarranted. As a matter of fact, I tend to treat people who deserve compliments pretty crappily. Look at the rest of these dudes. Yeah. I like to keep down. <laughs> I think Eric hates me. That's true. <laughs> Force Toast is an awesome show. You guys are so good. Your chemistry is great. I love the content. I love the format of your show, the editing, just the 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 speed and the style of it. You guys are crushing it. Yeah, you guys are. Thank you so much, Eric. That's so nice. Yeah, and thanks for the review you wrote us. We do reviews. I just don't write because I'm not a good writer, but I do do the stars. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I do. I just do the stars. I don't write the fucking review. (laughs) My favorite, and I'm sure you guys have had it, is where one of your friends friends will write a review that's positive, but only have one star. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing. Somebody like, gave us one thanks. star for so weird. Somebody gave us one star and they didn't write a review, so you will never know. They just was it you, Boo? It was you me, fucker. It was me. <laughs> uh, it, right. was Brittany. <laughs> it was Brittany. It was. It was Brittany. It probably was. There she. All right. Very excited. It's going to be a fun show. Feel free to keep drinking. I'm going to drink my white claws, and I'm know. I know I'm going to get shit for this, but. The reason I'm drinking White Claw, black cherry, 5% alcohol, and it's because I'm still on this keto thing until I go to the doctor on March 24th and they check my blood levels and they see that my heart's going to explode because of all the cholesterol. (laughs) Before that, I'm still going to be going at it. So that's why I'm doing the White Claw. Boo, you're not drinking right now. I have some water. All right, whatever. (laughs) Are you guys? Yeah, no judgment. (laughs) Are you guys ready to get into it? Well, but first, let me ask how everybody's doing. Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Man. I'm great, except I don't have my laptop back. But the Apple store called me today and fed me this big line of shit that turns out that the part that they were waiting on, they didn't need because the guy opened it and found a mechanical issue with the speaker, just like I told him on the day I called that one week ago. Nailed it. You were actually, you outgenius the genius bar. I was about to say, yeah, do you feel like a genius? That was a real trick. Trust me. It was touch and go for a while. So you're going to get it soon. No. Yeah, I'll go get it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to take my kids to Mr. Donut, and then I'm going to go to the Apple store. Mr. Donut. Okay, that sounds good. That place rules. It's the last Mr. Donut in America. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never heard of it. I it's didn't fantastic. know there were others. Dude, a Japanese company owns Mr. Donut now, and in Japan, it's called Mr. Donatsu. Of course it is. But yeah, <laughs> and this is the last one. I that's, thought you were going to say Mr. Donazzi at first, and I was like, ooh, that's not a good name. Yeah, don't, 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 <laughs> that's a, ter- no that's a they terrible went. name. <laughs> Mr. Donazzi. Maybe do not Nazi. Maybe, maybe it would be a good name. No. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anything, with, anything with Nazi is not good. King Tom, how you doing, buddy? I'm finding myself in the mood for donuts and sushi. Not together. but oh, I was about to say, that's a combo. That's like a pear food. Mm. Which I, I, do. Do. <laughs> I know you do. No, 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 no. You put the you put the sushi roll oh, no. inside like the In- donut hole, and then you eat it all together. So you get like yeah, you get like regular donut glaze, or you glaze it all over. This oh my the god! Worst thing I've, ever. I've oh yeah, here we go. Food, but no, thank you. No, no thank, thank you. Yeah. We had this discussion. Let, let me ask the girls: fair food 
when you go to the f- uh, fair, are you one of those people that go and try the nastiest thing? Or are you like me, that person that hates the fair because of the food that's at the fair? I don't know the last time I've been to a fair, but I'll eat anything. Like, just put that stadium cheese on it, like nachos, funnel cake. <laughs> well, see, that's cool. I'll, I would eat that. But w- down here, I don't know how it is anywhere else, but in California, we have this massive fair once a year. Actually, it's twice a year. One in LA, one down here uh, where, around where we live. And they're huge. And they have like the nastiest, they had like slim fast fried steak or something. Or they have just like the worst possible things you could possibly imagine. And people like yeah. wait in line for an hour for it. Mabu likes That's a fair. mess. That's disgusting. Yes, Slim I Thank you. Get I that shit out of here. Come right. on. <laughs> you guys are just haters. See, I, I go to the fair. I go to the fair because, yeah, cause it's too fucking many people. You stay there. You either go early or early. That's about it because any other time it's too fucking packed. But the, the, the Jesus, <laughs> that's a lot of baby Yoda there. Oh, I'm sorry. I just flashed a baby Yoda picture in his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I the fair food that I eat is stuff that I would not get or would not be able to get on a regular basis. So, you know, you can't really get a turkey leg all the time. You can't get a chocolate turkey leg fried in exactly. oatmeal. Yeah, so I want, a, I want a chocolate. That actually sounds good. A chocolate it's turkey fun. leg fried in oatmeal. I would be down for that. Stuff that I cannot get on a regular basis out in the normal world. You get it at a fair. Awful. I feel uh, you, fair. man. Thank you. Yeah, those of you who haven't heard this story, the happiest day of my life, just about. I was in Santa Cruz on just the boardwalk. <laughs> it's 1030 in the morning. I'm standing there looking over the Pacific Ocean with a tall boy Bud Light in one hand and a fried Twinkie in the other. And I'm like, yep, just kill me now because it's not going to get any better than this. This is the pinnacle. I've reached the zenith. I that story. I love that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I don't want to derail this with another gross food story, but we were watching Parks and Rec today. My little girl and I were. And there's a scene where Andy Dwyer is spraying spray cheese in his mouth. She goes... Can just anybody do that? Is that is that okay? Is that allowed? And I'm like, let's go to the store. <laughs> let's go to the store. That's rad. I think Harley Quinn does that in the film, if I'm not mistaken. There's a scene where she... Spoiler. Puts, oh, I'm sorry. I just killed the movie. You did. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go Eric, see it. Eric, you're a cool dad. My parents... I, had a, like, I grew up with three siblings, and if you put that cheese anywhere in your mouth, anywhere, would everybody would just be like, oh, your germs are on it. And I'm like, that's where you just go and buy your own can. You get that's right. That's right, and put your name on it. I don't it. think I've ever tried it. Actually. Me neither. I've done it once. Oh, I've, God. I've you guys haven't lived. Come on. It is really good. It's really good. It's like nacho yeah. cheese in a can. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking exa- of the state fair, we I did go to the Kansas State Fair a few times when I, I grew up in like the Kansas City area, and we oh. did uh, we had deep fried Snickers in oh, that. Shit. Oh yeah, that's a big thing. That's the shit. That was awesome. Uh, what I have not encountered yet is the deep fried butter. I've heard you can get at the Texas State Fair, and yeah, I would like to try too. that. Yep. I don't had- get what that is, but I want it. I've been to the Ohio State Fair multiple days or for the past like fifteen years because a place I work has a booth there, and I have to go <laughs> oh, and work. That's the and- worst. And Yikes. deal with people who ask the most inane questions. And I've I've tried a f- decent amount of it. I've never had the butter. Um, the one thing I heard that existed but I never got to try was pancake in a tube. Say what? I'm going to throw a up. Go what? on. I have no idea. But <laughs> someone said – one tube. of my coworkers said this one booth down at the other end had pancake in a tube. It was like – you push it up and it's like a mini pancake comes up or something. <laughs> the I don't worst know. Thing I've ever heard. 
Oh my god! Like I've one of those egg yes. I think so. I've uh. asked the carnies if they knew about the pancake of the tube. Pancake of the tube. Carnies. And he said they had it one year and it never came back. Carnies. Yeah, I, I like wonder that. why. Like five people died probably. Probably. So if anyone knows about pancake in a tube, let me know. We just know the anyone name out. of the episode now. It's called Pancake in a Tube. Exactly. <laughs> no, and then one of the best fair foods I've ever had is a Krispy Kreme donut burger. So instead That's of what I was gonna say, yeah, instead of that. buns, oh, it's God. Krispy Kreme Those donuts. Those are delicious because it's the it's the you know the savory and the sweet at the like same sweet time. And like oh, meat. it's the, dude! It is literally a donut, meat, cheese, meat, cheese, meat, donut. That's awful. That's amazing. That's awful. But it, it works while it. donut sushi would not work. Donuts. Yeah, I I can't I I I I cannot say that with a fact. Donut sushi might work. I'd be down. Right, let's, let's let's get in. This was a great conversation, though. By the way, yes. We've lost all the listeners. We're just doing it for ourselves. Yeah, imagine like an eclair with like a donut with with a sushi roll in the middle. Oh God, no, no, no! Yeah, who's the worst with food? Yeah, don't eat anything. Fuck yeah, I will. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, let's get to it. Too bad Les isn't here because Les he'd be all over. Les is such a foodie, but what he does is he watches YouTube videos of like people eating really hot shit. Oh, or like fighting. and fighting, yeah. Let's yeah, <laughs> fighting over hot food. Yeah. Fighting over hot food. So maybe we'll we'll broach this again when let's get to. Well, let me do the shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like now. This podcasting Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast Two One Eight Seven, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Transmissions, I think, or something now. See, Noah, if you would show up to the podcast, <laughs> we can ask you what your name of your podcast is. Since I'm you pretty sure that's right, because I, had, I shouted them out one time recently, and I, I almost called it Kessel Run Radio. So I think you got it right. It's Kessel okay. Run Transmission. It used to now. be Kessel Run Radio, but I think he's, yeah. they have a diet in the force with, with Corey Van Dyke. So I think it's Kessel Run Transmissions. I, yeah. I thought they're doing like auto repair. Yeah. Fingered by Randy and Jason, Tatooine Sons and Around the Galaxy, which has a very special guest host this week. The droid. King Tom. I was about to say who's King Tom, who goes on podcasts, talks about all the other podcasts, and he forgets the name of the Sith list, (laughs) by the way. He goes, and the, uh, and the, uh, oh, I almost forgot uh, the name. Which one do I own? No, no, no. I said, and the one with the Raj, and and then I just blanked. (laughs) And he just blanked. I just blanked. Good job, King Tom. Well, he just owns so many, so it's hard to remember. You're welcome. And if you want to check us out on social media, go to the Sithless.net, go to MakingStarWars.net, go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll release all of our stuff at the end. Let's talk a little box office. The Suicide Squad follow-up slash spinoff fell considerably short of expectations with a disappointing $33.25 million opening. See, now I'm reading this and I, I sound like an asshole reading this. I don't think it was that big of a disappointment. I think King Tom and I were talking about this. The Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, did just as well as Logan did. Mm -hmm. And it's a rated R film. Logan's a rated R film. So I don't think we need to just blast it because it didn't make $100 million. The movie cost $78 million to make, I believe. And I think it made $75 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. So let's not act like this is awful. Not. It's not. So on the surface level, it says here, this comes from boxofficepro.com. On a surface level, Birds of Prey seem to have everything going for it heading into the weekend. Fan beloved character, Harley Quinn, popular actress, the height of her career, Margaret Robbie, high-flying Rotten Tomato score, 81%, and a status as the weekend's sole new wide release. But when you peek beneath the hood, there are some apparent issues 
that could help account for its underwhelming debut. I don't know what those issues were. I went and saw it. You went and saw it. Mm-hmm. Les went and saw it. And I think, Alice, you went I and saw it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to get your take first. You're the guest. I want to know, non-spoilery review of what you thought of it. Well, I didn't see the Suicide Squad first off. Uh, I had a big, goofy grin on my face pretty much the whole time. I really wanted a breakfast sandwich. And I just thought it was a lot of fun. Took me, I was surprised pretty much the whole time. And I got to look at Ewan McGregor. Yay. How good was he? He was amazing. Although I still can't get over the Americanized accent when he does that. But I'll take what I can get. Uh, But I I thought it was so much fun. I walked out and just said, that's a fun movie. I think the movie I saw before that was 1917, which was a little. (laughs) (laughs) Which I loved. I loved 1917. (laughs) It was a little different. I think it got robbed, by the way. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. Yeah, just a little bit, but it it was a lot of fun, and it I would say it again, actually, and I don't really say that about many movies. Right, right. So. I'm right there with you. My quick review is, it's exactly what I wanted Suicide Squad to be, and Suicide Squad never lived up to that initial thought I had in my head, because the first 30 minutes of Suicide Squad, I was like, yes, and the same thing happened with Harley Quinn. I was like, okay, just keep it, keep the momentum, because this is really good, and I ended up loving it. I had a huge grin on my face the whole time. You can totally tell that the, the choreographer for John Wick's fight scenes, like Boo said last week, you could totally tell he influenced the film. Mm-hmm. She was, Margot Robbie is fantastic. The only thing that I thought was a little off was that- the Don't the, spoil. No, no. The Birds of Prey themselves, the team, I thought they got together way too late in the film. That's it. Oh, yeah. But it I was agree. a Harley Quinn film. Mm-hmm. And I think they were trying to advertise it as a group thing. But it was not. It was definitely Harley Quinn and the breakup with Joker. Mm-hmm. That's the the entire film. Spoiler. Well, I mean, it, it, she she says it in the commercial. I love the it's colors. In the title. It's in the title. The Emancipation. Um, it's. Uh, I love the colors. Why you got to put her information out there? Like I love that, the music. Man. Come on. She's on um, one of the dating sites. Yeah. <laughs> but I it was great. Sweet face tattoos. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh. It's. Uh, it was really really good. I loved it. Yeah, no, uh, what is it? I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. You didn't love it? I did not love it. I did not love it. But there were a lot of aspects of it that I gave them many kudos for as far as Harley, expanding Harley Quinn's character, actually talking about her, how she feels, things like that. I really dug that and how they approached how misogynistic the world can be. And I gave them real, real big kudos for that because I, I thought they did it the best way I've seen it so far, which is something that I, that I liked a lot. But yeah, no, but, but like you're saying, the mu- the, I did like the music. I love the color. I love the nuts factor of it. The entire time I'm thinking, I'm like, this is pretty crazy, but I dig it because it really fits. Because like, like with the Joker we've had so far is that you see that he's crazy, but he's not as nuts that you want him to be. Because you know, somebody can be crazy and that's a little scary and dangerous, but dude, that dude's nuts over there. Or she's nuts. That's kind of like a good way to say it. That's kind of like a a endearing way to say that. And and I and I feel that that she is truly nuts. Where she's just out there, just doing things. Like she has a love affair for her uh, her breakfast sandwich, which looked amazing. The way she described it, I was like, it did look God. amazing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So so I I loved how they they pushed that. They pushed her character. They kind of kept kept the uh, uh, the Harleen Quinzel part of her alive still. I was like, that's really cool. That, that, that really expanded her character for me. 
which I thought was really a good idea. Ewan McGregor was fantastic. He's so good. I loved him. I loved him. He was great. He's one of the coolest comic book villains I've seen on film. Yeah, it's, it's a different way to make a villain. A different way to make a villain. Everybody thinks that the villain has to take over the world or something like that. No, not necessarily. They, they can be gangsters. Yeah. They can be mobsters. You know, they, they can just, you know, want power and money and still be very dangerous. So, yeah, but, but the entire, and it kind of showed a different where world of Gotham, which I kind of like the part that you don't see, you don't talk about, kind of just, you know, if, if you want to, you know, Star Wars cliche, the underworld kind of thing of it, where it's just, you know, Batman, yeah, I'll deal with that later. I yeah. got bigger shit to deal with, right. that kind of thing. So, yeah, so, but I, I did like it. I did like it. I'd probably give it like an eight out of 10. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't love it, but I, I, get, I, I get, I'll give it an eight and a half, nine mm-hmm. out of 10. I, I really liked it. I really liked it. So, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Les uh, really enjoyed it, too. Oh, really? He oh, did. Thank you, Les. Thanks, Les. Appreciate you being here. Yep. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately... Is, I, he, is he our Mike Pappas? He is our Mike Pappas. No, he shows up. I know. Dude, fuck it. <laughs> Just kidding, Mike. We love you. <laughs> I, hope, I hope all of them listen to it and be like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get pissed. <laughs> so good, 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 good. We give the Sithless seal of approval. Definitely go see it. It doesn't matter how much money it made. The only thing that I'm worried about now is they won't go move on and do... Gotham City Sirens or something Sirens. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they were talking about she's, that. She wanted to do three. And now I don't know if that's going to happen. I think she's big enough to spearhead that herself. Yeah, I, I hope I so. Think, I think she's big enough to make a, make a flex and kind of say, I'm not going to do Margaret or I'm not going to do Harley Quinn anymore unless I get my movie. So I think they kind of need her. I think it'll be kind of a work of love from her. All right, so there you go. There's our Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn's non-spoiler review. But now I think we need to get into what we're all here for. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. So we, we, you and I were kicking this around earlier, and it was what's the official name of the Galactic Cruise thing? The exact name of it. Uh, Expensive. Star Wars Galactic <laughs> Star Cruiser. That's it. Yes, there it is. So. This thing, it, dude, it looks amazing. All right. Does, yeah. As far as being, here's what this is. Okay. It, this is the, basically like the whole Star Wars hotel thing. You get there and from the minute you get there, it's completely immersive. Probably there's no real windows. Everything is a screen. You launch off in the shuttle to this, this cruise where uh, you get personally shuttled into Batu, so you don't have to, you know, look at all the plebes and everything. But the only thing I could think of the entire time I'm watching this, my God, how much is this going to cost? And that normally I don't think about stuff like this, okay? But I also started thinking about what that would be like for the people who work there, thinking, you know, you're catering to people who are spending. Uh, in a, just a handful of days, probably what you're going to make in six months. And dude, I, I feel like it's probably out of reach for the average human. What's your take on this, Arash? What do you, what do you think about this thing? Oh, it's going to be insanely expensive. And by the way, Disney just raised their prices again over mm-hmm. here. Disneyland just raised annual passes and their entries to get just in. Just regular ticket prices. Yeah. But I think it looks pretty amazing. Like I said, like going to Rise of the Resistance and getting yelled at by those Imperial Guards, and you really—I got tased. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't. More, at Rise of I got more than yelled at. Are you kidding me? That was New Year's Eve. Yeah, damn. That wasn't, that wasn't Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> um, but and, and knowing, knowing, knowing that you're going to get yelled at, and it still like affects you, kind of like they're dicks. They're really a bunch of big assholes in there. 
if they can as prison would be as prison would be <laughs> as uh, and if they can <laughs> replicate that i think that would be just amazing and what they've showed in the video was so freaking crazy like you're not stuck but you're in there what was weird to me though is that there were first order troopers in it and i kind of expected it to be more like funsies and just shenanigan right. type things so i'm right. like well where are they and then almost everyone seemed to not be wearing you know, plain clothes, I guess. So I'm like, ooh, do we get to pick a wardrobe from the Star Wars Goodwill? Because I'm so down with that. Like, yeah, like, like you, I, th- I think you me. said like the Renaissance Fair, right? On your, on your yeah. episode? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That I'd would be really cool. So be down as long as I know that it's laundered properly. But uh, <laughs> sprayed, sprayed down. Yeah. No collect yeah. bed bugs. It's like it's like airline blankets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never wash them. Well, here's the weird thing on, on that video, they really? say, you say, say, <laughs> it's a lot of blankets to wash in, in a quick amount of time, guys. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think they. Well, yeah, let's move on. Um, <laughs> terror in the skies. Yeah, yeah, terror in the skies. <laughs> Somebody listening to this on their flights, like, oh my God, <laughs> what have I done? Right, right. No, the, coronavirus. These oh, I know, exactly. Oh. Uh, the, the question I have is they say in there to bunk like Chewy would. When have we seen Chewy bunk? It's a big bunk. When I- he got his arm shot fleeing the Aravana. Ah, I knew you guys would know. Yeah. Nice. Good pull. So I wonder if they're going to have like a nightclub in there. <laughs> are, are they going to have like when you go get your buffet Some, in the morning? Like, somebody selling death sticks. Like, you feel like you're time. stuck in there, right? And then <laughs> they release you inside of Batu later on, right? Like you take like a shuttle mm-hmm. and you go to Batu and you come back and you're stuck in the... I don't know. What is yeah. something like, what would you pay a night to be able to stay there? Let's just say that this was open during celebration Anaheim and it's here in Anaheim, which is not, but you could stay there. What is the price that you would pay to experience this Star Wars, Star Cruiser hotel thingy? So here's the thing. I think that it's actually, I think that it's going to be more accessible than we're probably thinking. Like everybody's got all up in arms about how it's going to be crazy expensive. And I, I'm, I'm going to keep my expectations low for now. Cause I think it's not going to be that bad. So I, for my day job, um, I do like a lot of event planning for VIP type of people. I work for a finance firm. And oh, so cool. we do a retreat for our board directors every March where we go to like a really fancy hotel down in Arizona during like the peak time, like peak season, the most expensive time of year you could go down there. Okay. And we're staying in like a five diamond resort. So we're paying, we're getting a group rate discount. That's like between five and $800 per room per night. Mm -hmm. Whereas for like, any random person that walks in or books a room online individually, not with a group, is going to be paying somewhere to like seven to eleven hundred dollars a night Got to it. stay at something like, say, the Ritz or the Four Seasons or something like that. So I think it's I'm I'm thinking it's going to be cheaper than that. I mean, when you're talking about a five diamond resort, you're talking about like the height of luxury. Yeah, you're talking like Ritz Carlton, right? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that level. So I would think peak peak season, maybe like six hundred dollars for the more for like a big room. If you're going for like a two person or a single person room, maybe closer to like four hundred. Okay. Would you spend that? Yeah, I would. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alice, you would too. I want to know. Sure. When I'm. 
employed again. Um, <laughs> I want to know <laughs> what, what all's included in it. Is it like a cruise where it's unlimited food and booze and stuff? Mm-hmm. Or are there going to be a lot of little kids running around yeah. that I have to like fight them to do stuff for? I mean, I have no like qualms pushing one aside, but like, do I really want to have to do that? No. Um, or like sharing rooms if it's a situation where let's say Laura and I would go together and we're in some hostile type situation, you know, like it, it kind of takes all of those things into account, but right. I'm down to go just not for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. If I had unlimited funds, sure. I'd take my family, but as it is right now, it's not something that it's something that's out of reach for me. And if people yeah. have the means to do it by all means, but at the same time, like Eric's saying, there, there, there's just something weird about how it's out of reach of the average fan. Yeah, I feel the same way, Eric. For the average fan, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just it's going to be so overly priced. Um, even at $600 a night, I don't think the average fan and the family, because you're talking, and then you got to buy food and you got to buy, it's just going to cost so much money. And then in addition to that, it's not just the night. You have to get multiple nights. You can't just be there for one night. You have to get multiple well, I nights. Think I, it's, I, isn't it two nights? It's a two-night immersive experience, yeah, two is nights what they said. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Exactly. But Laura I want, and I don't have kids or families to deal with. So Right. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> it now. <laughs> but I wonder if you'll get an entry into Galaxy's Edge no matter what. So if you're paying that, I doubt it. If you're paying that five hundred a night, does that include you getting in? Because that that's you'll have to save some money there if that, if that happens. I doubt it too. And what about all the extra stuff like building lightsabers? Oh yeah, that's things shit, like that. Shit's that. Crazy man. I was there the other night, and you can't get into the bar. Still, the bar still is reservation only. There's lines outside to get in the bar. It's crazy. People are still getting really? there at nine in the morning. It's it's nuts. Oh, yeah. And Orlando, it was too still. And then I feel like the novelty's worn off a little bit with Orlando. Not, but I mean, maybe right. not. But yeah, the lot, there were still lines wrapped around the block. I made our reservation for Oga's four months in advance. Right. And there we had go. the only option available was 2 30 in the afternoon, which is a weird time to eat. So, right. <laughs> there exactly. you go. When you talk about like, you know, these, these really exclusive resorts that are really expensive, that is not an all-inclusive price. That's just for the hotel. So yeah, we're not even talking about like food and, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that type of stuff that you have to pay, any kind of snacks. What is all that going to cost? And also, how does it work if you order Postmates and it's supposed to be an all-immersive experience? Where do you go meet that person? (laughs) Like, Yeah, Uber Eats. How's Uber Eats getting in there? (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you do get Postmates, that guy or the girl's like, hell yeah, I'm going to Star Cruiser. I'm going to Batuu. Let's do they this. They send them into the closet to get something out of Goodwill, and they're like, all right, here's your character. Please go <laughs> deliver the food. <laughs> yeah, that would be rad. You have to dress up real quick. That's yeah. funny. You're escorted by troopers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look down the entire time. But, you or know, they freeze them in carbonite and then just like roll them yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, hey. <laughs> that, that, that went down a dark, dark path. But So here's... Here's something, though, that we've sort of been talking about for a while, and this comes from SlashFilm.com. In an interview with BBC News on the red carpet for the BAFTA Awards 2020, Kathleen Kennedy said that, quote, without question, end quote, one of the upcoming big screen Star Wars movies will be directed by a woman. Mm. And that's all she told us. Not when, not what, 
not who, but that sometime at some point, for sure, a woman will direct a big screen Star Wars film. So, you know, at least we got that. But I can't help but point out that we've passed the whole we'll announce what the next thing is in January. Yeah. Um, that yeah. that that's out the window. So I, I don't know. I guess hearing it, obviously, there's going to be more Star Wars movies. But you know what I mean, man. Throw us a bone. Tell us something big. I, I think it's about time that they do something like that, for God's sake. Uh, you think they're going to save that know, for celebration, Eric? You know that yeah, we're going to have the television shows, but. Yeah, I'm a little concerned we're all going to be Jeez. let down. But yeah. I'm thinking Project Luminous, more Rebels, something or other. And then also maybe like a kind of teaser behind the scenes reel of the Cassian series. Since it sounds like that got bumped up all of a sudden with Kenobi getting pushed back. Well, that would be so rad if that's the case. That's my, that's my current estimate of huh. what we're getting. Well, that would be amazing. That would be yeah, really that would cool. be pretty cool. I mean, I love the fact that she said that it's going to happen with the female director, but we're so far away. We're like two years away from a two or three years, three years away from a film. So if it's not going to be that one, then we're five or six years away She's from a female so to direct hot. it. Who's hot? <laughs> the hottest chick in the world is behind you. Behind me. Hey, Jesus, Lord! I thought it was. I thought it was less. I thought it was less. <laughs> I'm on audio only, and I still waved, so my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, dub, I'll double wave. There you go. Oh, and yeah. look who shows up. The oh, other prettiest woman in the world. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hello. How you doing? Oh, yeah, so he hasn't seen this. let down after the first one. A let down. <laughs> A let down. Wah, wah, wah. How you doing, buddy? Consolation prize. No, no, no. Eric yes. is talking shit. You let, yeah, you let Eric down. You let Eric down. <laughs> and, I mean, let me move over to Les. But anyway. But, but anyway. anyway. All right. So what, but that, that kind of leads me to this next thing. I'm going to get there in a second. But on your show, I love the way, Alice, that you recap what happens in Resistance. And, yeah. uh, how, you know, with the, the names you call the characters and how you blitz through it. And Laura, you're like, uh-huh. Okay. All right. That's it's such a good shtick. And I but still the way don't you explain know what it, Richard's is, real name is. I'll never know. <laughs> it's something that's close to Richard, but not his Richard. name. Dick. Is uh, hang on. Damn it! I could have told you until now. No, I don't uh, even want to know. I'm. I just want okay, to die. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't that's figure fine. it out. It'll hit me while yeah. we're talking. Richard uh, is canon. Bitcher, but I do like that. I do like that quite a bit. But so, where, how are you guys with the Clone Wars? We're just just yeah. a few days away from it coming back. Oh man, we so we're doing our recap on taps that are purely Clone Wars, and we're still kind of figuring out how to organize ourselves and doing two seasons at a time. So we have one through four out, and then we're doing. I think we're recording this weekend, the last two. So it's kind of interesting because we are mixing up arcs in the season. So we kind of watch every other one. So we're kind of each missing things and really have to figure out how to combine them together. But I'm definitely enjoying the rewatch. It's been, I think it's probably been two years since I watched anything Clone Wars, to be honest. So it's really good to see. And, um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see what happens in the, uh, 
and the premiere, especially Ahsoka. Oh, who doesn't love having Ahsoka back? Uh, exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I think that's the big yeah, yeah. the big get for everyone, honestly. The Clone Wars over time transitioned from really being about Anakin to being about Ahsoka, it, at least for my kids and for me. Hey, Eric, can we, I'm going to put the camera over to Boo and I'm going to ask him what the hate of Ahsoka is. Because every time you say Ahsoka, Boo shakes his head. Well, it's it's not it's not hate necessarily. It's just it's just your infatuation with her. I don't have an infatuation. You have an infatuation with her. Yeah, don't you turn that camera off me. You have an infatuation <laughs> where you just want her and everything. You plug her into everything. I don't even have any Ahsoka uh, no, no, paraphernalia. No, no, no. I'm the, not even a big Clone Wars guy. I know, but I just think they that's need the, to make her that's into the funnier live action. Thing. That's the funnier thing is that you're not really that big of a Clone Wars guy. Not really that big of a, an Ahsoka fan, right. but yet you plug her in to everything <laughs> possible. <laughs> who who brought Palpatine back? Ahsoka could have done it. Right. Ahsoka could have done it. I think, I think right, she that's did enough it. enough for you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> Walk away. She's a very dynamic character. There's a lot to like. Now, let me just say this. So for the Bad Motivators, we are watching a couple of Clone Wars arcs specifically to get ready for the new episodes. And they're in season five and season six. And so I've been in the middle of a Clone Wars rewatch with my kids. And so to jump from like the tail end of season one to the animation of the end of season five, it's like, damn, you realize how much it improved in a, from a technical standpoint, oh, yeah, that's but true. also how much Ahsoka grew as a character. When you see her in the Clone Wars movie, Okay, it's like, oh, my God, this kid is on my last nerve. If I hear her say r 2 one more time, I'm going <laughs> to just lose it. We talk about that a lot in, in our recaps about how the first like three seasons of Ahsoka, it's not like it's not great Ahsoka yet. It took that like they really did a s- slow burn and a slow build with her, I think, which you know, at least they built her up to something. And that was one of the things that we talked about with Resistance is that Kaz went from being like this annoying shit to like still being an annoying shit. And at least with Ahsoka, we got like annoying shit in r 2 in the movie. By season like four, she was a badass, yeah. you know? Like yeah, there, was, there was a build there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Kaz is just an idiot. And you're he's, right. They say he's an idiot every episode, by the way. Yep. Catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty epic cast catastrophe is the best uh, uh so so one of the one of the arcs that we were watching is the uh where ahsoka leaves the jedi order okay. it's the last four episodes of the original run of clone wars the end of season mm-hmm. five and when you see her in this and see the writing and see the animation clone wars is a force to be reckoned with it's a fantastic story that uh, it's exciting as hell for sure. You got to just check it out. It's definitely worth the watch. But to see Ahsoka, see what she goes through and see like her conviction in it and how crappy like the Jedi treat her where they're like, well, are bad, but surely you learned something from it. Come on back. And how like the resolve for her to be like, nah, dog, I'm yeah, out. I'm out. We understand that the Force works in mysterious ways. And because of this trial, you have become a greater Jedi than you would have otherwise. Back into the Order, you may come. They're asking you back, Ahsoka. I'm asking you back. I'm sorry, Master. 
but I'm not coming back. Yeah. It's very well done. And I, I think, you know, it was such a twist for me when the epi- whenever I saw the episodes for the first time. I never thought something like that would happen. Where they would crap on one of the main main characters like that and let that let that go down, but man, they did a good job with it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think that is probably the best season because it starts off with the Maul Kenobi arc, and then it goes into the Padawans getting going to Ilum and getting their lightsaber crystals, and then getting kidnapped, and there are a few other episodes, and then it ends with that, and it's just it's just it tells so many different types of stories in in so many effective ways. And like you said, you don't think something like that could happen in a kid's show, but it does. It wrapped up and I I'm saying wrapped up the series, but I don't mean it ended the series, but it, it gave them a justification for everyone who ever saw the clone wars movie and goes, okay, where was this Ahsoka girl in revenge of the Sith? You know, you know why she's not around. And it was a very good way of kind of putting a ribbon on everything. Just saying, okay, this is it. And then, you know, we got we got the the Netflix season after that. Now we're getting this. And the Netflix season told some very strong stories. And then this this last batch that we're getting, it it looks to be really good. So it's it's Clone Wars isn't my primary thing, um, but it's something to be excited about. I wonder if it's gonna get these the uh you know, this like the what are you looking at me like Les? I'm just looking at you. Man. You think I'm buzzed already? I'm two white claws. You're knocking two white claws down already. Yeah, you're you're done. <laughs> what I was trying. What I was, that does not sound you're good. That does not sound good for okay, me. Two white claws. Yeah. No, but what I was going to say. I wonder if the normal. I was going to say normal. Just the regular fans. You I'm mean like the, casual fans. Thank you, sir. Is that the term? Before? You mean not us? The cash fans. You know what? I'm going to say this right now as an admittance. I think I've seen a total of 45 minutes. I think you've seen more than what? that. I, I think you're lying. No, I'm in all honesty. I've not really watched much of it. Really? I think you would really like it. Oh my gosh, just put that shit on autoplay, man. I think Have it I've on seen, in the background. Just do it. I think I saw, what is that, Savage? Araja yeah. Press? <laughs> That's probably about it. In all honesty. Like, <laughs> Yo, all the Asajj shit is awesome. It is. Like... Mm-hmm. The Sasha shit's cool. Wrote it. The Mandalorian shit's cool. The I just the there's just so much Eric hatred going cool. on in that like few minutes I saw. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. They're all just uh, like angry all the time. There like, is Asajj some in Savat, like that whole tribe. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they're pretty pissed off. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. There is something about the 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 series just because it jumps around from so diff- so many different characters and storylines. It it's not easy to watch all the time. Yeah, like there are right. droid episodes you want to avoid because you don't mm-hmm. care about 3PO going on a mission and deciding to take a nap and going to see the Wizard of Oz, basically. But <laughs> like there are just things you don't want to watch. There was, you know, yeah. it, there was one I watched the other day because I've been putting it on in the background. And there's one the other day where the one that Padme... The shark guy? No, it was... Uh, oh, there's a shark <laughs> guy? No, like, no Jar Jar. <laughs> it's Love up- Shark. Jar Jar ends up being a buffoon in another planet. Oh, wow. say, the lady yeah. Jar Jar? No, 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 no. It, no like, Jar Jar pa- always saves oh. the day. That's yeah, he did save the day. Toy. Are you talking about the Toy Daria episode? He's doing the dance with the plates and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's also the road. Where are the Rodians from? Is it Rodaria? Whatever. There's the one. Rodia. Oh, that's the one. I'm sorry. It's the yeah. Rodarian one where the they, they double cross her. Yeah, it's just not good. Okay, not no, good. it is. Jar Jar is amazing. <laughs> no, I, I like he's Jar Jar, not. but he's, yeah, he's not. 
It's okay to say that you don't like him. Um, I, <laughs> I'm watching, so I'm watching season five right now and Alice and in preparation for Alice and I's like next recap on tap, our bonus stuff. And I just got through this droid centric uh, arc of four <laughs> fucking episodes, oh. four episodes Ooh. of droid shit. Like it oh was just almost unbearable <laughs> to do. Right. It was so awful. But here's the thing in episode four of that arc, there is like this fantastic moment and this is season five. So this is where like the animation and everything is getting really, really good. Mm -hmm. The there's like this amazing moment where like there's a huge explosion. And if you remember that, like that scene in attack of the clones where the seismic charge explodes and it has like that really badass noise. So this is this whole, this explosion in this episode of the clone wars is like that on steroids. It's wow. like the coolest sounding thing I've <laughs> ever heard. And the explosion looks amazing. And it's just crazy because it's like this really amazing, like peak Clone Wars moment at the end of this god awful arc in the best season of the Clone Wars. It's the it's the weirdest thing. It's like it jumps around so much where they decide to like put the quality and stuff in. But yeah, it, awesome. season five, I think, is where it's at. But yeah, that, that arc in particular is is a must see if you skip the first two episodes of the arc. <laughs> What's yeah. interesting is that you said season five, the list that Disney plus tells you the 20 essential episodes that you're supposed to watch before you watch this new season. Season five is all over that list. Yeah. Like, yeah. All yeah, over yeah. it. So it, it's a lot of that essential stuff, I think, and right. that I get that. So I also wish that I had watched the Ahsoka and the younglings arc before playing Ilum on Jedi Fallen Order, because oh. that would have helped me out a lot with the crystal game god that game i don't tell me what happens i'm stuck i'm in that spot right now in the game all right right i heard your review of playing the game last episode and it sounds so cool man it is i kind of i don't have time to play because of the because i have a baby now but i want to just watch the youtube cut film like there's i heard somebody like did a super cut of all the the little cutscenes. that's my plan after she did that like after she did that recap i was like really excited to go sit and watch those because i'm not going to play it either i just am not a video game person do you want to go back and watch yeah yeah i want to definitely do that i want to watch it because it looks so cool and then everybody's talking about this should be a show like this should you could actually get some gaming time in now that you have Mal. because there's nights that i'm sure you're going to be here with just you and him yeah, and you can. We have uh, a sleep train, and then so, while yeah, you're sleep right, trained, you right. can have your monitor going, and you can be it's playing. True. That's true. Um, there's and there's like groups out there of dads that have newborns, and they play too. So, so I could be like in a newborn group. So like there's this yeah. group like called dad. the Dads of Destiny, and they like really play. That's Destiny awesome. And they oh, have that's their cool. Kids. Yeah, it's all good. You all can right. find yeah. a way. You can find a way. All right. And just put it on story mode. I played one yeah. level up from story mode, so I'm pretty pleased with myself. Oh, that's pretty good. But, yeah. I, I love the fact that it has a story wait, mode. Wait, is story it's mode a, easy? It's a great mode? story. Yeah. yeah, it's a great. I heard it's a great story. Yeah, the, story the puzzles are still tough though. I thought story mode yeah. would just be following the, the line, like just following the story. Story mode just reduces the difficulty so okay. far down, like. I was having trouble beating this one boss and I'm like, okay, I'm going to switch it to story mode. I'm sick of trying this. <laughs> and then I realized within like a minute that, yeah, I can't live with myself if I do this. <laughs> so I, did, I just stood there until it killed me because you can't switch back. And so I just stood oh, that's there funny. and did nothing until this thing killed me. But it took forever because the damage that it inflicts plummets so, so to minimal. almost none. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Well, it, it made you regret one? your choice even more. 
The sister was, that looks like a man, the orange one. No, no, no. This was the um uh this was on Dathomir, the bat bird thing, the good oh, Gora. They got a job oh, yeah. on, that yeah. Kashik sequence when you're I think you passed this already, Eric, but before you meet the sister and you you're like riding with the dragon bird and then you're sliding down the thing. That was some of the most fun I've ever had playing a video game. Even Ooh. better than Donkey Kong Country? Because that fucking game was the best. Yeah, even better than Donkey Kong Country. Damn. What about some Sorry. Crash Bandicoot? Oh, yeah, the Bandicoot, we're, we're right. Ahead of that now. All right, well, uh, anything else, Mr. Struthers? No, I don't have anything else intelligent to talk about. <laughs> I, we haven't got you guys' take on Rise of Skywalker. I know we can sit here for three hours and talk about it, but um, what did you guys think real quick? about the film did you enjoy it what was your take on rise of skywalker my i've seen it four times okay which prompts every one of my coworkers to say what would you how many times would you have seen it if you had actually liked it and i was like probably four times my thing is is that i'm not i'm not a ray palpatine person that's fine if people are into that i just it felt like a it felt like shitting on The Last Jedi for me, so I didn't care for it. There were a lot of components of it that felt like shitting on The Last Jedi for me, So, and I really like The Last Jedi, so I overall did not care for most of The Rise of Skywalker. What I did enjoy in The Rise of Skywalker was everything related to Kylo Ren and Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole reason I kept going back and seeing it again, because I just wanted to see all of that on the right. big screen again. Uh, the rest of it, I could have left in a dumpster fire. So that's Ooh, that's about where I am girl. with it. Yeah. My third time that I saw it, I, it had started to grow on me. And then the fourth time I went and saw it with two of my cousins that were like both in their 40s and 50s and they hadn't seen it yet. And so their reactions sort of like brought me back initial reaction again. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I was right the first time. I'm sticking to my guns. Like I, I that's, that's just how I feel. And yeah, I, that's this, fine. That's yeah. all you get. No, no, that's that's fine. How about you, Al? Sorry, that message cracked me up. So I thought I said loud balls, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that white those white claws are jacking you up a ride. Eric Damn. Eric put up a message for the listeners that said I just muted my mic because somebody's outside with loud what was it? What was the word? Turd. Loud bass. I thought you said you had a lot of balls. I was like, how do you have loud balls? Okay. I'm sorry, Al. Go ahead. That's Eric. Uh, no. oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> why is king tom coming at the us shame. king tom came at me on twitter the and it shame. became this whole thing like me and king tom got into yeah. like an argument and we're gonna meet outside and we're gonna fight who would hurt him king tom somebody's messing with king tom the wrath of the king guys you guys are back there some exclamation points for that one <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry alice go ahead go ahead that's all right So I'm going to start this off saying that the prequel trilogy is my trilogy. I'm Mm. a prequel enthusiast to the core. I think the issue with the sequel trilogy as a whole is that they focused too much on the OT characters. And that didn't let us get to know the new ones enough. Mm. So I was really happy that we finally got to see the new characters and see them all work together and that they have a friendship and they bonded because we just didn't see that before. And I feel like this trilogy was pandering to the OT because of all the people disenchanted from the prequels. And, you know, that, that was kind of a bummer, but I, when I walked out of the theater, I looked at how I felt watching it and I was entertained. It kept me busy 
I laughed. I got emotional. I, you know, I, I just emoted in general, which I'm pretty not into doing that. You know, I walked out and I was pleased and happy and I'm like, okay, that's, that's the end of it. It didn't really bother me. I mean, again, the prequels are like my thing, right? but I was happy with it. Some of the decisions I really did not like, like you're a Palpatine. Okay. You just, no, <laughs> no. Okay. How many but times did you see it? That, I was fine. I only saw it twice. I only saw it three times. Yeah. Yeah. But like the second time, some things jumped out at me that mm-hmm. just became so much funnier, like Claude. They're like, oh, go fix stuff, you know, and he's got his little antler arms mm-hmm. on his head and he's right. just looking at things. And I'm just like, what is that? This is amazing. He doesn't even have real arms. He's like a big old <laughs> slug. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The second time I saw it, it slowed down for me. So I enjoyed it a lot more than I did the first time. And I yeah. enjoyed it even more the third time. But I, I was entertained. It wasn't great. It's not my favorite one. Um, I walked out smiling. Well, thank you for giving us your takes. I think it's time to get into some pop culture news. Now, this is interesting because this has become a, it was a phenomenon when I was a kid. It's a phenomenon again. Uh, It did so well on Netflix. Friends. Are we, okay. Are we into Friends? Are you guys, who watches Friends? Never seen an episode. You've never seen an episode? Uh Nope. I watched it a little bit. I didn't watch it religiously. And the nail salon across from my office that I frequent, they have it on every TV in the entire place. So I have seen several episodes over the last few years. I've seen all the episodes. I saw the, all the episodes back in the day. And then I had to rewatch all the episodes because Lorena uh, wanted to watch them all when it was on Netflix. So I watched them all again. But I can't believe how popular it is again. Yeah, I watched the first season because it was on so close to Seinfeld and it was I don't know I just kind of it was okay it was entertaining but then I never really got into it enough to want to watch it after that but people who were in proximity to me like my college roommate and just other people were fans but it just wasn't something I could get behind okay well yeah I used to really dig the show it like came out just at that right time when I was you know, in the right place, I guess. But <laughs> Me too. Me it's too. one of those things now where I watch it. My wife still really digs it. But I'm like, we, you know what it's like? It's like Cheers. We, my dad loved that show. Yeah. I thought it was really cool when I was young. And I watch it now and I'm like, what the hell? How did anybody ever make it through a single episode of this show? Yeah, yeah. And that's honestly <laughs> how I feel about Friends a lot of times. Really? Now. Cause I, think it, I think it holds up still. And I think there that's why things- I think that's why it's so successful on Netflix. A whole new generation of millennials, I think, are so into it because I think it holds up. Well, here's here's where they went wrong. Okay, honestly, I think this is probably the first sitcom that I really noticed this occurring. Is yeah. that the quirks of the characters as they develop become the only dimension of yeah. the characters by the end? Right, neurotic, anxiety. Likes to eat all the time. Jokester. Just you name it. That, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it all, you know, gets whittled down to this thing. Whittled. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's a shame because I, I mean, there were things about the show that I thought were pretty relatable because the characters became very annoying. See, I tried watching it and I just couldn't get over the laugh track. I just, I couldn't do it at all. You know, it just, 
I stopped and I just thought, oh my God, please. I'll rewatch Felicity and Dawson's Creek. I can't stand <laughs> this shit. But, you know, hearing Eric, you guys you made talk that point, about it. But that's just like, it's just a product of its time, you know? Like that right. laugh track is just a product of its time. I mean, mm-hmm. Will and Grace had that too. I was obsessed with that sitcom when it was on. And yep. yeah, that. It, but it's one of those things that yep. I find really hard to get past too, Alice. I'm like, what is yeah. this? <laughs> Remember yeah. when we did this? Yeah, they did that all <laughs> the time in the 80s sitcoms as well. Cosby and... Three's Company, and they always use that same fucking laugh track. <laughs> Some of those, like, happy days you can get over. Oh, happy days was but, good, huh? uh, yes. And, uh, but Laverne listening to you guys, Laverne and Shirley, also very great. Welcome back, Cotter. That Cotta. was fun. Mr. Cotter. Um, <laughs> so, listening to you guys talk about it just now, though, because I hardly have i think i've watched like two or three episodes ever it sounds just like vanderpump rules i can get that shit on bravo <laughs> look you want to take it even deeper Let's some kids at, at my little girl school Let's were not. telling her you need to watch uh henry henry danger and henry like, danger i, I love is. henry danger i watch it with my nieces so we check out a p- part of an episode dude it is how old is the show? Not very. It is laugh track. Every yes, line that true. gets delivered laugh track. That's I a couldn't Disney, take Disney it. channel show. And my, my little girl, she's seven. Okay. We watched for about t- two minutes and she goes, that fake laughing is really getting on my nerves. It's <laughs> like, Oh my sweetie. I love That's you awesome. so much. Awesome. Are they doing it ironically or is it like for I, real? No, it's for I don't real know because the Disney channel shows yep. put it on for real. Well, the reason I even brought up Friends is because they're planning on doing a reunion. Now, they're going to do it on HBO Max. They paid an insane amount of money to get Friends on HBO Max. That's why it's not on Netflix anymore. And it looks like every person that's going to be involved, which is the entire cast, is going to be making 3 to $4 million for that special. Now, they're not saying if that special is going to be a reunion episode, a live episode, or if they're going to sit down and talk about it. They haven't said it yet. But for you Friends fans, they are going to do... A reunion, and they're going to get paid. See, and, and, and the funny thing is, is that they said that not all the cast has agreed to be on the show. And I was like, what the fuck you mean they haven't agreed? Three to four million dollars for most likely an episode or a one hour episode or something like that? Fuck, they all agreed. Are you kidding me? The idea that they wouldn't is insane. Well, to think me. about how much money they make on residuals. Man. Yeah, so yeah. three four million is not that much for Jennifer but, Anderson. No, I know David that, Schumer. but for doing it for one episode yeah, for think, you know yeah. a smidge of time, mm-hmm. Jesus, it's crazy. So there's your first and only friend talk on this show. That's probably the most <laughs> friends I've ever gotten. Les has never watched. Well, an I episode, was obligated right? not to watch it. Why is that? For the culture, just just for well, being. They, they brought they brought in they brought in some African Americans. <laughs> yeah, see, they forced that. They forced that. They forced that, that, they forced that, that shit. I they forced had to it. Actually, stay loyal to the actual Friends, which was Living Single. Living so Single. That's we right. Living that single. happened before Friends. And all of a sudden, Friends springs up. But we're not going to have that conversation here. I'm oh, we can have now. it. We can have it if you Ultimately, want. This is a syphilis. We can do whatever we want. I was just, you know, we, we didn't even touch Seinfeld or any of those things. It Seinfeld was, was fantastic. Yeah, it was. But it was all about Martin and, you know, mm. Family Matters and all that You're a big shows, UPN so, guy. Which, yeah, like I said, we can't have that conversation. Keep going. <laughs> uh, 
forward, uh, move on to the next thing. Let's switch it off to the next I didn't mean thing. to do that to everybody and, you know, turn it into no, some right. Malcolm X kind of thing. But it is Black History Month. <laughs> it is Black it History Month. It is Black History Month. There we okay. go. We Let's, can't okay. really do Hold that on, without actually Let's, talking what's about What's your it? favorite black sitcom? Don't do that. Now, we're, now you're just favorite black. My favorite, I'll tell you which one my favorite one was. And I, I was in love with one of the girls in there. I had a poster on my wall. Actually, I had a poster on my ceiling, which was really weird when I was 14. Really? Yeah, it was really odd. Well, we know what it that was for. It couldn't have been. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what, not talking about was that. It? it wasn't Fresh Prince. It was, was it? Different World and Jasmine Guy. Yep, Different uh, World. See, it I it, love Jasmine Guy. Uh, but see, they weren't too much of a sitcom. They tried to do all that Yeah, I know, stuff. but it, it, was, were, it was a wide range. That was a spinoff from The Cosby Show. Yes, it's very much world. so. Yeah. yeah, Dwayne Wayne. My favorite. What's his name? Sitcom? Yeah. Favorite sitcom. I liked all of them. Uh, Family Matters is probably the best one. Family Matters? Family Matters? <laughs> oh, of for all sure. The fucking Steve shows? Urkel is Steve fucking Urkel? Icon. He's an icon. <laughs> Steve Urkel is an icon. He is the most persistent weeb out there. It, it, I mean, borderline creepy stalking, but you know what? It was just, you rooted for him. You rooted for him. Out of the Jamie Foxx show and, and Martin. You're going to go with Steve fucking if, if anything, a close a second. Show. A close second would be uh, the Wayans Brothers show. Okay, I'll give you the Wayans Brothers show. That was pretty good. Okay. And Rather then, than Living Color. Uh, we'll see. Well, that was like that was Saturday Night Live. That's a different. It's not a sitcom. That's an actual sketch show. To. So you got to. J-Lo and Jim Carrey. Yeah, you got to put that on a different yeah, level. Was because a girl. It's, it's a sketch show. And for a while, it gave Saturday Night Live. A run, a major run. It was money. It was if better. not outright beating them. It was better during that era. Yeah. It was better. And you know what? It's funny how you look at things. And so I'm looking at the <laughs> the thing you had up here for Friends. Yeah. And pretty much all of the cast went on to like great careers well, or something. Well, uh, he fell apart. Well, Matthew sure. Perry, Matt LeBlanc, kind of. For the most part, they all you know made the leap. Whereas if you look at everyone else, some of them didn't. But for In Living Color. Yeah, there was a lot oh, that yeah. sprang from it, oh, yeah. and Keenan Ivory Wayans had a very good idea, and he he, oh, he cultivated a lot out of that. Yeah, and Living Color is definitely always going to be a top three for me in any type of show. Whatsoever. Yeah, that was a great show because it was just it was. amazing of all the different things they did and all the Fireman Bill was the best. Fire Marshal Bill, Fire Marshal Clown. Let me tell you something. Homie the Clown was by far. Play that. Homie the greatest. Yeah. That's Come great. on now, yeah. uh, Anton right. the bum, that, yeah. yeah, the homeless dude, yeah, man, they were they were amazing. And the Fly Girls, J Lo came oh, out of the yeah, Fly of Girls, course. she did. So, all right, well, this podcast went in a different way, but I'm happy about it. All right, man, it's all right. representation, Everybody, yeah, that's, that's how right. we do here. That's right, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. <laughs> different strokes was a good show. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was a good show all the way until until the guy from WKRP guy came on an episode and it was. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> what the Gordon Jump one? Oh, look at ooh, look! This at, was the one where he owned the bike shop. Yeah, that that's yes. the Gordon Jump one. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad and one. He invited Dudley and Arnold over and wanted yep. to take pictures with their shirts off. That's right. Yep. That was a little yep. weird. Yeah, it's a very special uh, yeah. episode. Very special after school oh, yeah. special. Definitely. Uh... Well, let's move on. Let's let's <laughs> let's get into. <laughs> Our Oscar okay. Oscar rundown real quick. So I will give you the winner. Here's the problem. I didn't see Parasite. And a lot of people didn't see Parasite. Did anybody see Parasite that's on this podcast tonight? Yes. Okay, fantastic. You saw 1917 as well. 
I did. I saw uh, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Perfect. I watched Joker and It 2 back-to-back, which was a weird mix. That is a crazy Uh, mix. I missed Jojo Rabbit because it's not available to rent yet. You can only buy it on digital. I I think that's about it. Let me ask you then. Let me ask you. Best picture. I can't say if this was just or not just because I never saw Parasite, so I don't want to do it. But I did say after I saw 1917 that this movie should win Best Picture and Best Direction, the way it was filmed and the way it was so epic. But that's me. I didn't see Parasite. I saw pretty much everything else, except for I didn't see Jojo Rabbit or Little Woman, uh, but I saw everything else. In your opinion, Parasite, was it justified to win Best Picture? So defining best picture is hard for me and then also keep in mind who the members of the academy are right. like Eminem woo glad he came back member of the academy because yep. he won that was really exciting to me so 1917 <laughs> was very innovative and it was yeah. kind of that whole one shot deal and it was just like it was insane. crazy I love World War One era mm-hmm. stuff like I think that is just the and we best. don't get to see a lot of World War I stuff, which is really cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a wonderful movie. I, I did think it it wasn't bland. I, I don't think bland's the right word. It was better than Dunkirk, but it it did it was a little flat. Parasite is a movie that was very, very interesting. I was I had no idea where a lot of it was going, and I don't think I've seen anything like it Ooh, okay. before. Okay. So it was fun. I maybe a comedic, lighthearted thriller-ish. Oh, is it like kind of like? It? Oh, it's like, it's a little comedy in there. See, I have yeah. no clue what it's about. Yeah, it's very funny. You can run it. Uh, on yeah, digital, I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I, I totally recommend it. I had no idea what it was about. I had assumed it was like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Esque romantic comedy. And that is not at all what it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, I read nothing about it. It couldn't be further from the truth. It was a great movie. I haven't seen anything like it, or at least not in a while. So I, I think it's perfectly warranted. Okay, you know, great. Rewatchability, it's definitely more rewatchable than 1917, I think. Yeah, it would be rough to watch 1917 all over again. It, it, what's cool is Mark Ruffalo is being I to star in, and this comes from Variety, in the HBO limited series based on Parasite, they're going to do an American version of it. And oh. Bong, Bong Joon-ho is going to be the person behind it. So oh, really, I yeah. Feel about that. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know how that's going to be. I, but don't, I don't think that's a good idea. They're going to bring it to a limited series no. on HBO. I don't, I don't like it. Just that's, let people watch it how it's meant to be watched. Right. That's not a good right. idea. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be exactly the same story or if it's going to be a different family. I, you know, I, who knows? I mean, no, if they, that's not going to work. Okay. If they make it in the same universe, quite possibly, like say the same world, right. the exact same thing on the other side of the world. Oh, sure. Right. That might work. But if they're going to go ahead and make but, it departed, like how Infernal Affairs is right. Japanese and right. then there's the departed. Well, that worked. I mean, it worked. That worked really well. In this sense, but <laughs> I just don't think it's something, you know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things where you just take something and go, gotcha. oh yeah, let's go ahead and remake this. Let's make the grudge. Yeah. Let's do something else. Especially... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
especially like Just a mini cringy. series or like a limited series. Yeah, it's and a limited series. The worst version I can think of that anyone has ever attempted is there's this amazing UK show called Skins, and it's like a teen drama. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of it's that like one. Yeah, I've heard really of that dark. It's fucking amazing. And then MTV tried to do oh, a, that's the one I heard. I heard an American of the version one. of right. it that was like a really crappier version of Undressed. I don't know uh, if you guys remember that. No, but like, yeah, it was. You do? It, I don't. Know. It was awful. Like, okay. it's just so. Just no. Why they even bother? Just air the original because you can't do things the same way. And I would hate. To see, I'd be curious. I'd watch it just to have right. curiosity, but I don't think there's a need to do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they're just trying to jump on the bandwagon and see. Well, we got Best Actress was, so Best Picture, obviously, Parasite. Best Actress, Renee Zellweger for Judy. I didn't see it, so don't know. Uh, best Actor, Walking Phoenix swept every award show. So did Renee Zellweger, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is the second time a character has won an Oscar. You know what I'm so saying? An actor, an actor is one portraying the same character. Exactly. So Joker's won yeah. an Oscar twice. Heath Ledger. And then I, I've also read that people who have played the Joker, two people who have played the Joker in the past have won Oscars, That's like right. uh, Jack Nicholson. But can you name the other character that has won two Oscars? As a character? Yes. Can anybody name that? In, in any- I'm going to give this to Alice and Laura, since they're the quiz masters. Hmm. <laughs> we have a, a uh, speciality. We have a very limited to. scope <laughs> of knowledge. <laughs> this is, it's this an is interesting one because you probably have all seen the film. Oh, I'm sure I have. And like, this is why I don't compete in the singles league of the Schmodown. I, I have specialized knowledge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's yeah, okay. I have, I have no idea. But as soon as you tell me, I'm going to be like, God damn it. I should have known that. It's, I, I it's, want to guess. Oh, go ahead. You can make I, I want to guess, but I don't think it's oh, go ahead. right whatsoever. Go ahead. No, I can't. I'll, I'll save no? it. Go ahead and go. Okay. King Tom and Eric, you want to try it or no? No clue. Okay. So it's Don Corleone from Godfather. De Niro? De Niro won it for and- Godfather 2, and Brando won it for Godfather 1. Oh, my, huh. God, my guess was way I never would have known that. Okay. That doesn't count. What do you mean? It's the same character. I, I kind of agree on that. Wait a minute. Yeah, why doesn't it count? But it doesn't count. Because. What? It's if like, Ledger, those if are Ledger two won it, vetoes. those way, are two completely you know, different Veto Corleones. If you think about it, person. did you know Ledger only had 18 minutes of mm-hmm. screen time and he won that Oscar? 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. He made that big of an impact. Okay, back to the Corleone <laughs> thing. What? It's two different vetoes if you think about it. That's it's fine. It's Veto and Veto. It's it young is not, veto and old it veto. is not. I'm going to make him an off my kind of film. Yes, it it's is. Not, yes, it it's is. It's not him. At it's the two end, different no, vetoes, it's not. dude. But what does it matter? That makes me really vetoes, sad. That makes me really That's sad gross. that you're saying this right now yeah. about The Godfather because oh. it is 100% the same veto. And if you watch the last part oh. of the flashbacks, he literally says, I'll make him an offer you can't refuse. I Moving mean, on. But don't you dare. Best no, no, director. No, 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 no. Come oh, on, right? Shame. You got to do this. Shame Moving on you. You got to do this. You don't like it. Shame on you, Arad. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> no, Arad uh, loves The Godfather. I'm just saying. I love The, the more, Godfather too. The more you think about Godfather it. Godfather 2 is the best film ever Whoever made. said that they, they didn't agree or didn't like that one, I agree with you because it's actually two different beat-ups. It's not. But watch but, it again. But the what same does it veto. matter? But what does it matter? It, it, it's essentially the same character. I don't know. Either I way, mean, I guess. Either way, it's essentially the same character. It's not like you know you have a brand new. They should make a movie called retelling. The Two Vetoes, and that's it. How the Two Vetoes. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> best director, Bong Joon-ho, Parasite. He won oh, best director. Yes. This was a big surprise because everybody thought Sam Mendes was going to win this one, especially the way he filmed. 
1917. I would have bet all the money in the world that Sam Mendes was going to win this. So this came out of nowhere. But very humble, very nice. His speech was amazing. He was shocked. He was shocked and he had everybody stand up for Martin Scorsese, which was really cool. So that's that. Music, original score. Uh, Star Wars was, John Williams was on this one. We were pushing for John Williams. But the Joker score was so great. I've been talking about this score. It, it, it's so haunting. Uh, for the people that have seen the Joker, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. It is fantastic. And it was great to see a female win this, this award because uh, it usually does go to males. Visual effects, you would think that, uh, well, 1917 won. Uh, people are really pissed that Endgame didn't win this one. But 17 won, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was nominated as well. And Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern. We have a Star Wars tie. Hey. Yeah, very cool that. Best Production Design, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Totally agree with that. Best Adapted Screenplay, Taika Waititi. So you see this trend of people that are involved in Star Wars that are winning, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Best Original Screenplay was Parasite, was Bong Joon-ho, and then Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor as well. So there is your quick Oscar winners. That's, that's Pitt's only Oscar, isn't it? It's Pitt's only Oscar. That's yeah. Right. Pitt's only Oscar. Well, what's funny is last time we were on was right before Joker came out, and we were all talking about, you know, being concerned yeah, and not sure how it was going to go. Right. And then, that's right. you know, and now here we are with kind of the yeah, buttoning made, up I made it. a billion dollars and won all kinds of awards, and, and Joaquin is, uh, yeah, he's become this synonymous to this and, character now and the world is still standing and the world is still standing thank god we were all worried that people were going to mm. freak out and do things it was a great film um, mm-hmm. it, it was definitely visceral and hard to watch but that's another one that's hard for me to watch the second time i don't know if i can watch it the second time it's gonna take a little bit yeah uh, i do want to say that lesson i went and saw the uh, birds of prey I, we talked about that earlier but yeah. we saw a trailer for fast and the furious nine and i literally <laughs> laughed out loud so Come on. it was so fucking bad i want to i want to do two it. people next to us the couple next to us started we were all in agreement just laughing everybody was we laughing that's how them. bad it was everyone was laughing everyone it's not bad boo i'm gonna say he says it's bad but i'm gonna say it is utterly ridiculous it's, uh, thank you and when utterly i say ridiculous, ridiculous they might as well just give them superpowers no at this point they're acting like they're superheroes those fucking guys give them superpowers and have them drive the transformers just have them drive the autobots and go for it. Just Autobots John, John, Super John Cena's Megatron. It's awful. Legit, dude. Autobots with Super Soldier Serum pumped into all their veins and just call it Fast and Furious and just go from there. And that's it. Like, that's legit what they need to do. Coming, coming from Cybertron, they, they land. A car they get jump them. a bridge. And, and it, like, Tarzan, Tarzan latches onto a vine like Tarzan a la Spider-Man <laughs> and swing across a chasm. Yeah. And land perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can can yeah. I so I I think I am the only the only Fast and Furious person who is still a fan. I guess on this podcast, I'm done. Oh, you're done. I'm done. Oh, you're seeing this. <laughs> wait a minute. But the funny thing is, he's all grown up. Yeah. Wait, no, I, I, no, 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 no. But wait a minute. Go ahead and wait say a minute. The funny say, thing yeah. is, is what's not killing it is the stuff that you guys are talking about. John Cena's killing it for me. Oh. Of all the things, wait a minute, John wait a minute. Cena's killing no, no, no but, but let me I, I, let me let me finish go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, the ridiculousness that they've gone nuts with this movie series. They've just gone fucking bananas. Where they're like, well, fuck it. They're just the greatest heist team. They're going to do some crazy shit. I'm fine with that. I would have dug if they went into space or something like that. Just something well, that's coming. Something crazy or something like that. But the thing <laughs> that killed it for me is that 
with all the craziness and all these wild ideas that they have and all these, you know, the, the Tarzan rope, you know, and Spider-Man yeah. swing and all that. Yeah. They bring in, they bring in another brother as a character. Yeah. That Toretto, another Toretto, another Toretto. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. We just saw this with, uh, they the, don't even the look Statham. like they can even be related. Yeah, it's exactly like, the Statham brothers. Kind of, you know, with, with him the and that was slinging it somewhere. Yes. brought out John Cena. Like I'm like Toretto, like, my ass. Like, what's up with that, man? Fucking Terrell, maybe. But I'm like Toretto. I can agree like, with no, the Shaw brothers because they're both English. Yes, Sa- yes. Statham but I'm like, and, and okay, Luke Evans, you're like, okay, they're both English. Let's just so, roll with it. Yeah. So what's Fine. after this? Michelle Rodriguez's uh, sister's gonna come in and you know, just fuck shit up? Or no? Yes. Wait a minute. That's or wait exactly a minute. Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez related. That's number ten. Yeah. When Guaranteed. I see, when I see Charlize it's Theron crazy. on there, I go, "What are you doing?" Well, well obviously, the star power is paid. legit. She enjoys. I mean, yeah, it. they're getting paid. They're making tons of money off of this. No, but she gets but, to but be a bad my guy. My question is, is what has happened? It went literally from Point Break with Cars. Which was okay. Yeah, the first couple were cool. And then, like, it turned into, like, Cannonball Run. Yeah, the no, second movie was, like, Cannonball yes, Run. No, and for don't those compare of us, it to Cannonball Run. The reason Cannonball why I'm saying that fantastic. is because that's why I'm saying, because it was, like, this cross country adventure. Yes. Yeah. Then it turned into, you know, then you get Tokyo Drift. I get it. They started world hopping and all that stuff. Great. But then they just started doing stuff like, dude, there's in the trailer, they catch Michelle Rodriguez with a car. For the like second time. She falls out of a helicopter. The second time they've done that. Lands on the hood. And he like spins and catches her. And he's like, gotcha, baby. See, like, are no, you kidding me? You're no, but dead. That's, but You're dead. Like, that was bad when the whole theater just starts laughing. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. Okay. Like none of us, any, no human would survive that. Like a fall out of a copter <laughs> onto the hood of a moving car Johnson that has would. to be moving at a certain speed to, match to catch well, you well, in the first this place. This is a franchise. And you don't fall through a windshield this is and get shredded. a franchise. Shredded. The last movie. <laughs> Had the rock use his toe <laughs> to, 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 to move a torpedo. Move a torpedo. torpedo. Yeah. So see, no, that's all I'll say. See, no, but and and the thing of it is, is I don't know what it is. I have no ill will towards John Cena at all. The guy's a really nice dude. Does a bunch of yeah, he is nice. Uh, make a wish stuff. You yeah, know, he's yeah. you know he's he's a real nice person. His fucking haircut irks the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I saw him and I immediately I'm like, fuck that guy. They fuck are him. doing what I said. I he see, was in Bumblebee. John Cena was in Bumblebee, right and now he's in Fast and Furious. They're, they're going to start Alice. driving the Autobots oh, fast. God. Alice and Laura, I'm going to interrupt them because they're going to talk for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, Fast and Furious. Fuck his haircut. He has commercials. Still talking he has about like a Super Bowl commercial <laughs> with uh, with uh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm. Fuck him in that <sighs> Super Bowl or that commercial. I just can't Jesus. handle his hair for some Not reason. Not a fan of John Cena and his hair. Uh, no, I, I John <laughs> Cena as a person. Great dude, fuck fine, his hair. but fuck his hair. Fuck his yeah, hair. fuck okay. his hair. Right. So yeah, I am gonna go see it. I have to go <laughs> see it. <laughs> That's why they keep making these fucking movies. I, I'm gonna change the camera away from you. How dare I, you? I have to go see it, but I am not going to be as enamored as I usually would be. Let's put it that way. All right, yeah. But I gotta go see it. Are you fucking kidding me? I gotta, I gotta sit there with my popcorn and you know just have no, a you don't. dumb grin on you my don't. face. Oh. Girls, are you any? Are, have you seen any of them in the theater? Oh man, no, negative, no. You, you know what? Like, God bless you guys. God bless you, and don't just don't because they're gonna keep making these fucking movies. Sith, Sith list seal of approval already. I can feel. <laughs> it. I can absolutely feel not. it. The reason no. I even brought this up because I wanted to trailer trash it, but. You know, there's we no just, need. We, we just, just did. did. We yeah. just did. Yeah. Uh, a, a brand new trailer trash. <laughs> okay. So let's get into real quick some comic book TV movie news. King Tom, you had heard that Sony has a Marvel movie coming out, correct? In yeah, 2021? 
There was mm-hmm. a, an item in some of the, um, like the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. They said that that apparently Sony is announcing they have a Marvel-related movie coming out in the fall of 2021, and it's not Venom 2 because they already have the release date for that set. It's not Morbius, so people are wondering mm. what it is. I don't know if it's uh, Spider Verse 2 or if that's going to be taking longer. Um, but Wes, have you heard anything about this? Vaguely, I thought they were just making fun of them uh, throwing the Iron Spider into some of the uh, rendi- like rendering. Am I wrong? We've seen some of that stuff on Twitter. They're like, "Well, I know the Venom Two set photos came out, and yes, they that's teased, the one I'm they, talking they about." They tease the Spider Man connection. They say, "Where's Spider Man? Yeah. Or where's he, where did he go? He's an outlook." Venom Two is going to have the connection that Morbius is going to have. The so only we're, getting, Marvel, we're getting the Spider Verse. If there's any kind of Marvel thing that they would have, it would only have. I think it would have to be with Spider Man. Yeah, they don't own any other properties. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, so people are speculating, but we light on details right okay, now. Okay, how about this? I got it. Uh, is how it about, a live action Spider Verse? Yes. No idea. No, 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 no. They, 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 yeah. they haven't said exactly what it is. They just said Sony Marvel 2021. Wait, when is the, when is the next Spider Verse coming out? With they haven't said that either. Leopardon. That that has to be in the next Spider Verse, please. It, it is. It's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. that's why we talked about it. That's okay. why we yeah. That's why we started. We just didn't bring it up for shiggles. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. And we have a shirt, dude. That's true. Here's my theory. It's going to be Carnage. It's going to be Venom and Spidey going after Carnage, and maybe Morbius going after Carnage. Maybe that's the movie that's coming out. Uh, that would be the. That would make it the third Spider-Man movie, right? The last thing we'll talk about before we do the Nabu. Oh boy. <laughs> what you say? I love the name. Oh, Nabu, yeah. We'll give credit to yeah. Steel. Yes. Steel Saunders gave us that idea. The Nabu. A new Joker, Lakeith Stanfield, which we all know and love from Atlanta, from Knives Out, from a Get Out. Was he in Get Out? He's in Get yeah, Out. Yeah, he's in Get he's Out. He's in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. He's got a new movie called The Photograph coming out. Yeah, that, that actually looks really good. Now, he is talking about wanting to be the Joker. The Which, next one. Yeah, the next one. If Joaquin obviously doesn't pick it up and keep going with it, this could be the Joker that's in the whole verse of the Suicide Squad and whatnot, because I don't think they're going back to Jared, even though, well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, let me tell you what he said. He said, what I'd bring to it would have a lot to do with who I collaborate with and how the story is written and the world we exist in. And then I'll go do my little magic. And this came out of uh, so I could totally. Blend, I believe. I could totally see him doing a Batman Beyond Joker. Mm, okay. Which is like a completely different futuristic Joker. Yeah, I could see that. Dreadlocks. Hmm. Legit. Like, oh, yeah, I know yeah, that Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that happen. Okay. And that would be, that might actually be a good turn. He's he's kind of a, he's a, great a wacky, actor. He's a great actor. trippy kind of dude. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where maybe he just brings, because we got all different types of Jokers, but we never really have like a, just a, a trip where you're just like, okay, what's going on here? You know, and maybe this is the way we go with this character is we get the every two different years, versions. different versions of them. Yeah. I mean, that's just maybe how it works. I'd like to see that, though. I'd yeah. like to see Lakeith try to do that. Yeah, That'd be cool. uh, he's a great actor. All right. Now we're going to end this podcast with nah, boo. All right. <laughs> and see how Uh-oh. the girls do. We'll let the girls play because we probably will get all of them wrong. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm okay, sure we'll be fine. I ha- we have no idea. These could be really hard. These could be really easy. Boo, don't let us down. Absolutely not. You have to stump them. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to try. All right. Here we I, go. My, my, my chances are slim, but I'm going to try. We need, a, we need a, um, an intro song for Nabu. 
I'll, I'll, I'll think about that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. How, do we, how do we do this? Is it just whoever answers first? Or are, you, are we taking turns? Oh, here's the deal. This is what we're going to do. We're going to let you work as a team. So we're really nice here at okay. the Sith List. We'll let you work as a team. You guys can talk it out and decide on your final answer. Mm-hmm. No lifelines. No call a friend. Okay. All right. So we're playing as Team Jedi Mind Checks. Yes. Last time I, I pinned it. you guys against each other and I felt bad for a while. So now we're going to let you work <laughs> as a team. So you're sure. going to give them facts about... Yes, so I'm going to give you all three facts, and then after I'm done giving the facts, you two will join meld minds and okay. pick, pick which one is a dyad, the false fact. A dyad in the force. Bingo. You guys will pick which one is the oh, false Oh, which fact. one is the Nabu? Exactly. Oh, I like You it. have to say okay. it like that. Yeah. All right, all right. This is from episode one. First fact is it's the first Star Wars film to show a lightsaber being activated every time. Every lightsaber you see is activated. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, fact number two. He Tom really looking. He's just thinking. He's really thinking. He's, right he's typing away. Yes. Working. Yes. Okay. We all see E.T. in the Senate room in, on Coruscant. So this is a, a nod to Spielberg by George Lucas. Yes. And the name of these characters is the, if, let me see if I can say this right, Asotopians, as, Asotopians, whatever it is. So that's the character or that's the species that E.T. is called. And then also, Watto is always flying. We always see him flying because he is crippled. Okay, so Asotopians is the question. Are they called the Asotopians? Well, I'm saying that's what they are, yes. And okay. then and then also that... Watto's crippled. Watto's crippled. And then... A lightsaber is, ignites every single time. We see it we ignite. See it it's, not, it's not camera pans and the lightsaber is Which ignited. one is the Naboo? Exactly. Laura, what's your first instinct? Mine is that um, you see a lot of Jedi help and not all of them get ignited. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no not, not every lightsaber you see gets ignited, but every time that it is wielded, you see it being ignited. It's the first one. You see it. Uh, yes, okay. it's the first one where somebody pulls out a lightsaber. Every time it. they pull it out, it gets, it, it gets ignited. Before that, there, there would be times where you would hear it in the background or huh. the camera would pan and it's already ignited. A little, a, a little specific on that one. I do apologize, but yeah. I, had to, <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to bring out bring it out of the weeds for you two. That's okay. so funny. I think so. I, I can't remember the third one now because I think the second one is false because I think the name I think the alien name is wrong I, I think it, it's like I feel like there was a G in it somewhere it was do you, like do you want the third one just in case yeah what was the third one the again? third one is Watto when we see Watto he's always flying because he is crippled I never gave that any thought but I think that might be true I think it's I the second one the Aryans just always fly because they that's what they do they're floaty people uh, I think some of them are sitting in the Clone Wars, but the because uh, they they go to the dinner. Remember where Jar Jar's throwing the plates and shit at the uh, you watched Twitter. that episode, not me. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. Okay. With, I'm going with with fact number two is false. That one's Naboo. Are we in agreement, are we, ladies? Are we in a teamwork here? Uh, oh, I'll let Laura take it. Oh, I thought ooh, it was a head shake. I thought it was a head shake. Me too. Okay. Me too. All oh. right. <laughs> so number two, Naboo. That is correct. Oh! That is the Nabu. Yes. Well Good done. job. Well Their correct name is Azagonians. Azagonians. Yeah, or, yes, or right. Azagonians, okay. whatever Azagonians. you want to call it. Yes. Okay. okay. So, Watu is crippled. Those are great questions. I got like, yeah, I just learned some stuff today. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Awesome. I am, I am honored. Yeah, Thank that's, you. Yes. That's awesome. Hey, believe me, I had to pull this shit out of the fucking weeds. This, yeah. This took, awesome. this took about an hour to put together as far as like, nope, they know that. They know that. Shit. They know that. Go nope. Ahead. Nope. Go ahead, King Tom. How... How is Watu crippled and it keeps him from sitting? Does he have like a 
broken ass or something? Uh, broken tailbone, King Tom. Mm. Broken tailbone. Okay. Don't ask me. So, I just yes. pulled the fact out. Yeah. Has a hairline yes. fracture in his buttocks bone. <laughs> you want to get technical? He's got a sensitive bottom. He has got a sensitive buttocks. Okay. Is that, is that the only one? Yeah, the, uh, the, the other two are correct. I mean, is that the only question for Nabu? What? Uh, yeah, well, you, just, you told you, me to put one together, and I put oh, one together. I, I said, come up with some Naboos. You came up with one fucking question? <laughs> yeah, that's what we usually do. What do you, we never do multiple ones. You know how fucking hard it was? Spend an hour on one fucking question? You know how hard it was? Because I had to stump them on, on regular <laughs> schmucks like yourselves. It wouldn't have taken that oh, much. No, I wouldn't have known anything. Yeah, exactly. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I actually had to do some work here. Uh, that was amazing, actually. I, I'm really impressed. I'm just, like, Thank I, you. Like, I, you just taught me new facts today so that I could like, add to my study guide. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So fuck uh, you, Araj, uh, all right? I'm sorry. It was a good I question. I just, thought you had a, I just thought you had Oh, you got one. Okay. I got one. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, here's my three facts. Number one, Araj gave Boo a pretty straightforward direction. Um, <laughs> number two, Boo did a good job of making this segment work out. And number three, King Tom is pretty much over this whole thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to look see at King Tom. Is he just tired? Because <laughs> I am. Of us? Right here, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to look at my text message to see exactly what I wrote him. So you, you he could be right. <laughs> he could be right. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay. You put multiple now boos or no? I'm not saying. Oh, what the fuck? I'm going to say that oh, all of them are yeah. true. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do a yeah boo on all of them. All three are yeah boo. <laughs> I put, I'm very entertained I put right now. some nah boos. Some is more than one. So that would be multiple. So there you go. I apologize. Yes. Okay. No, yeah. But you came up with a solid one. Thank you. Thank very you. good. Very good. Yeah. That was right. a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else? I have a joke. I have a dad joke for you. You have a dad joke. For you. I have a dad joke. <laughs> seal it. I okay. seal it on a, on a dad joke. Okay. What did Jay-Z call Beyonce before they were married? Goddess. Anybody else? What did Jay-Z call Beyonce before they were married? Be- fiance. Uh, fiance. 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 Uh, that's, that's a good one. That is a straight the, dad joke. The freshest dad gets it right there. That's good right. job. Thank you. Thank you. I saw I that. Fiance. Fiance. I saw that. And I was that's like, a, I got to I gotta share it. That's yeah. fantastic. It's awful, but it's great. Yes. It doesn't terrible. make up for the Nabu. It doesn't make up for the one Nabu you did. You fucking happy now? You entertained? Uh, the clown dancing for no, you, huh? No. Yeah, is that what you want? Some means more than one. <laughs> Laura and Alice, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people listen to your amazing podcast and catch you on Twitter and interact with you guys and send you great reviews instead of that one ass that didn't? It was really funny. Thanks for having us again. No, of course. Yeah, this is great, you guys. Thank you so much. Our uh, our show is on uh, pretty much every place I think you can find podcasts. We're iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Apple. Uh, Apple's the only place you can leave us a review, and we'd very much appreciate it. Alice is at Slay All Day on Twitter. I am at Shut Up underscore Laura, and the show is at Force Toast Pod. And we love interacting with uh, with listeners and with our friends on Twitter. So come hang out with us because that's the best place to reach us. And it will be all that stuff will be on the show notes. People, trust me. If you enjoyed this podcast, even if you didn't enjoy this podcast, definitely check them out because you'll have a blast listening to them. They are fantastic and i cannot wait to hear what you guys have in store for year number two and i can't wait to hang out with you guys 
at Celebration, you've been here twice, and Les and I, Boo, feel bad that we haven't come out and said hi, but uh, we definitely will hang out and we'll have a toast. Ah, yeah, we'll let you yeah. know if there's any reason that we're out in LA before then. Um, but yeah, as far <laughs> as I know, nice right clap. now, Celebration is the uh, only thing on the docket. Right. Okay. Well, we'll definitely hang out during Celebration. No, no doubt about it. Mr. I'm going to go backwards. Les is more who's laughing right now. Where can people find you, you other find than the me freeway? Going- Ah, my own jokes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Boo, where can people find your one oh, Twitter handle? My, my, my one now, Boo. Yeah, you can oh. find me on Twitter at the Sith List, Boo. <laughs> King Tom, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, looking like I'm over things, but not being over them. And at Tom oh. Chansky on Twitter. And uh, King Tom, you need to just bring down the level of angst that you had in the last couple of weeks, man. Because, you know, we love you. We don't want to fight. Right back at you. I'm, I'm speaking for. <laughs> oh, right back at you. <laughs> I'm, speaking, I'm speaking for Eric, Mr. Oh. Struthers. Where can people watch you do your man-eating kind of things that you do? <laughs> Dude, okay, let let's roll that back and just make that not be a thing. <laughs> so, you know what, man? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where. Well, actually, I get treated just as poorly as I do <laughs> on this show. And uh, in in the meanwhile, just follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. That you can just do that. And you can find me at the Sithless on Twitter. And we'll catch you next week with hopefully, I think we got Mister One Steel Saunders coming on board for episode number one eighty five of the Sithless. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful girl, love your dress. High school smiles, oh yes. Beautiful girl, love your dress. Where she is now, I can only guess. Cause it's gone, daddy gone. Love is gone, it's gone, daddy gone. Love is gone, it's gone, daddy gone. Love is gone, it's gone, daddy gone. Love is gone away. Cause it's not-
Urkel is an icon. 